Welcome to the Build Your Base podcast. The Build Your Base podcast is back in a big way. We had a little break after COVID, but we're back with every uh, episode every two weeks, alternating between English and Thai with Guy. So really happy to have the podcast back. Happy to have one of our coaches here today, Coach Jamal. First up, how are you doing today, Jamal? I'm actually very good. good Thank good. you. I'm excited to be here and share some of the information I have. Happy to hear that. So first up, Jamal, tell us about, we're going to get onto the topic soon, which is all about how to gain weight for those who find it hard to put on muscle, to put on size. But first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, how you got in the fitness industry. Well, I got in the fitness industry, it probably started a long, long time ago when I was working in Switzerland, a normal job, and I got constantly injured. So I had pain in my wrist and no one ever knew what to do until I found one physical therapist who told me that you're just too weak. You need to gain muscle, you need to get stronger. So he helped me with that and then I realized, ah, the problem might actually be that I'm just too weak. Long story short, I eventually came to Thailand and started Thai boxing, which was very good for me. It was good for my body, good for my mind, getting more confident. And after the Thai boxing career was more or less over, I had to do something and I got recommended to go to Bangkok and study for becoming a personal trainer. Then I can help others like achieve the same path. And I did that and now I'm here at BASE, basically. Nice, nice. So we've known each other for a while, right? Before BASE even yes, started, yes. we met each other. So we've known each other for a long time. It's been cool to see you grow as a coach as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, when you started incorporating like strength as a foundation for your coaching? Was that something you did from day one or did that kind of come in slowly into your coaching? Initially, when I started to go to the gym myself and study the personal training stuff, I was just doing what I call now random fitness, where I did everything a little bit, nothing was properly tracked. And eventually, I got interested in lifting weights. I wanted to become bigger, not just more muscular, just generally bigger, heavier, stronger. And once I went down that rabbit hole, I actually got closer to the results I wanted and since that point I realized no I want to teach the same thing because I think it's for most people especially people in a place like Bangkok where they are new to fitness it might be the most important thing to just start out and get a bit stronger because mm. it's it's hard as an expat I think coming to a new city getting out of your routine you know just starting training is quite difficult i think it's quite like a unique challenge that not all expats foresee when they first move here is that something you've seen it's something that i certainly struggled with when mm -hmm. i first came here yeah i came to thailand because of sports like the thai boxing is what brought me here so and it was something that had such a positive impact on my life that once i started martial arts i never stopped doing anything so for me it actually went quite easy but i understand that is a big struggle for other people that's why i'm such a proponent for keeping things very simple and effective because people struggle to come people struggle with consistency so if I can do it the most minimalistic thing which works I think it is especially for expats very beneficial yeah yeah so today we're talking about helping hard gainers is the term that's often used but if anyone hasn't heard that term before if they're not sure what it means what is a hard gainer I assume a hard gainer means that a person who just has troubles gaining muscle and or just gaining weight in general like everybody has when, when you are young right everybody has a friend who gets just really muscular by hardly doing anything 
and others they really have to go to the gym, be on the best programs, track what they do, track what they eat, and it's very, very difficult to progress. Mm. And so genetics are extremely important there. Some people are just designed to become muscular and bigger and others not. And I was obviously one who, had, who struggled a lot. Since I was a kid, I was always the smallest. I got sick a lot, generally quite fragile. So I would consider myself a heart gainer, if that's a term which is actually, which can be used in this context. Do you have another term that you like to use? No, not really. Just being maybe skinny, underweight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it sounds like the best problem in the world because you get to just eat as much as you can. It's kind of the opposite problem yeah. to most people. I think for most people want to be the other way around. If you're really skinny, you'll like, you would like to be someone who can just get bigger quick. Yeah, yeah. And the ones who get big really quickly and have to be careful that they eat very little, they would like to be the other way around, which they can eat whatever they want and nothing is happening. I remember speaking to a client a while ago who was really struggling to gain weight and to gain muscle. And he said it was just so hard for him. He just felt so full and he really couldn't eat anymore. Yeah. And when he was tracking his calories, it just wasn't enough. Um, so, you know, we worked for a couple of strategies and he wanted to work one-to-one -one with a coach and he did start to gain weight, but it really was like a big challenge for him. Have you worked with many people like that? Yes. I mean, I had that problem myself and I would say that almost every underweight or skinnier man, I assume women too, but who comes to a gym like base or other gyms have this problem. You think you're eating a lot, you're all the time full, but actually not. It's not enough. So the most difficult part would then be how to add more, more calories to your diet if mm. you do not want to eat or can't eat anymore. Mm. So that's a big challenge. Yeah, maybe yeah. almost the, more, the most important challenge. Okay, before we come on to some tips, tell us a bit more about your journey through this. You know, you said you were skinny when you were young. Now you're not. You got some good size. You got some muscle. Like, tell us about how you overcame that and how you gained size and muscle. Yeah. So the first time I came to Thailand and I did my first Thai boxing fight was under 55 kilos. Wow. Now I'm like close to 80 again, and it was very difficult. Initially, the first few kilos, Thai boxing helped a bit, but martial arts is a, or any other sports, you can see the people who, who react very well to a, a sport like that, they just get muscular and others just stay very skinny. Once I started to do fitness on my own and lifting and just went to the gym, lifted whatever was there, I gained a bit of muscle and I ran some programs on myself, which are famous for getting people stronger and bigger, and it, it did work. But eventually I needed help and I reached out to a coach who I knew can successfully guide me properly to like a, a beginner strength training program. And he did that and he pushed quite hard and we tracked calories that I ate every single day more than I had to. And that was probably the second, amount, the second time I could gain 10 kilos or more in an eight month period by being very diligent with the, with the gym stuff, mm -hmm. consistency getting pushed, he pushed me really outside my comfort zone and then eat. And when there was not enough food eaten at that particular day that I'm tracking on my fitness pal, I had to maybe drink some milk just before I went to sleep or whatever. So I did that diligently and it worked really well. Okay, nice. So when you gained 10 kg, how much of it do you think was muscle? How much was fat? And how did you manage that just to make sure you didn't just become, you know, fat and big? I mean, there's resistance training is a very, big part of it so you will gain muscle 
immediately. And there was some fat gain there too, but for me it was just important to just gain some size initially. Mm. So I was not that worried about getting much fatter. And again, a person who has troubles to gain weight unlikely can get very, very big or very, very fat. It's just not working that, like that. And that's why you can, skinny people can eat like how you say what they want and not much is happening. So the resistance training part was very important. Just keep lifting weights, getting more muscular. And I would say there was some fat gain, but initially it was okay. Mm. You can always burn that off eventually. But if your goal is to get bigger, I wouldn't artificially eat less just because you're a bit scared of gaining a, a kilo or two of body fat. Yeah. And you said you were below 55. Which is pretty small. Yeah, I think it was 45 kilos when wow. I thought the first time. Wow, that is tiny. Okay, 45 kilos. Um, it's like a child. So then you went up to, to what weight? Up to almost 80. It's almost double. Yeah, I mean, now I'm close to 80 again, but generally about 77. Okay. And yeah, 20, 25 kilos over 10 years maybe. Mm. And you know, I know a big part of that has been your own strength training as well, which has helped you build muscle. Tell us more about you know, what effect has that had on your life? You said before you were kind of getting sick quite a lot and feeling quite weak. Like, what's been the benefits of gaining that weight? Yeah, I think not just the gaining weight part, also engaging in a proper resistance training program has not just benefits on the body, also on the mind. Yeah. And confidence is something which is really important. I see that a lot I saw in myself and others that many times men who are very skinny or whatever they, they lack confidence so you get a bit bigger this is going to help i would argue you get more resilient in general so i got sick way less frequent with sick i mean like having a little cold here and there it still happens from time to time but it's much much less so over it boosts overall resiliency it makes you more confident it it just probably helps in any area of life if you get used to do something hard physically hard i think it can be beneficial especially now where people are not need to do anything hard anymore most of the time mm. Mm. yeah that was my that's pretty much it okay nice so some of the people listening and watching are gonna be struggling to gain weight like what's like a step one, I guess, or what's some real practical tips that they can use? I mean, we've talked about a couple already in terms of training and nutrition, but let's really kind of dial it down for that person that really, you know, struggles to gain weight who's listening. Yeah, step one, I would say start just lifting weights. Then that's one thing, right? It's, it's a low hanging fruit. You can just start with that. You don't need to think about too many things you have to change. You start with that. It must be done in my opinion, properly, like you use exercises which actually stress all muscles, big muscle groups. Also, it should be somewhat heavy, heavy on whatever level you are. And the second thing would be then nutrition. A couple of examples of those kind of movements? Squats, presses, deadlifts, if possible, chin-ups, that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. So just exercises that you Exercise, use large groups of muscles? large muscle groups, big ranges of motions a lot of weight and linearly progress that like go up on the weight over time mm. there's protocols to follow which are very simple and it does not need to be complicated it just needs to be done proper yeah, yeah. and it needs to be done consistent that's the most important thing mm. and how would you define consistent training how often 
ideally do you want to train? I think it's one of the most common yeah. questions we get from people that are starting out. You know, how often should I train? Depends on a few factors on your lifestyle, how much time you have, but ideally I would say three times a week because that's probably the maximum amount, the maximum dose you can take. You train one day, you rest one day. Rest is extremely important too. Train one day, rest one day, and then on the weekend you're off. That's a decent amount of progress. If it's not possible with two times, you can still go quite far. And some, there's even possibilities to do more four times a week if someone really wants to do that or they have not much time and prefer shorter gym sessions. That's possible too. You spread it out a bit more. Mm. So I think the most important is actually to work around the lifestyle of the person because you want to make it as simple as possible that they can come as or can be as consistent as possible. Okay, okay, nice. So with the training then, three times a week ideally, four perhaps if they want to accelerate, two still a lot better than nothing, right? Much better. Working large groups of muscles, progressively getting stronger, and you know that's where a coach can come in, right, to help track and record and make sure you're doing the movements correctly. Yeah, and how, how, will hold you accountable, that's probably the most important thing. Mm. Because on your own, like I, I ran those programs by myself, it was just, it's never the same thing than if someone else tells you what to do, and if you don't do it, follow up with you, it just helps so much more, the accountability part. Mm -hmm. So what about someone that comes in and they say, how long do I need to do this for? You know, it's a, another common question I get. You know, how long, how long a program should I do? How much commitment should I give to this? What would be your answer to that? I mean, the, the honest answer would be forever because yep. that's what you want, right? The benefits are always there and once you stop, you start to lose some of the benefits and once a person gets their initial goals and feels better, you, all, you also start to enjoy the process. It don't need to be like, for the rest of your life, super committed and nothing else. It can be a phase which you say, hey, I'm going like extremely hard now and want to gain as much as possible. But generally speaking, you want to do this forever at some form and whatever is possible. Okay, so maybe you can kind of build up your muscle, build up your strength, and then kind of maintain. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, and Is then maybe, or just change the goals, right? Maybe initially say, hey, I want to get really strong, and then you, you do that, and then maybe later on you realize, no, I actually want to do, a, just say something, a Spartan race or whatever. So then you have this base strength, which you think can go into any sport or any activity you want, and just keep maintaining on the side and maybe engage in that activity. Mm. That works well. Or just go hard on the weights forever. That's a possibility too, if a person prefers that. And then what's a safe um, amount of weight to gain? Let's say someone comes in 45 kg, like yourself, you know, however many years ago, and they want to get to like 70 kg, let's say they see that as their ideal body weight for their height. How long roughly? Is there like kind of a rate per month or per week that people can expect to gain well and safely? That's a good question. I think there are certain mathematical formulas people use to gain X amount over time. I would just say we're gonna check on how much you should eat now based on your current weight and really make sure you can track that and then it will be a steady gain. It depends again on different people, right? Some can gain much faster, others much slower. But maybe a kilo per month or so could be realistic if you really track your food and hit the weights and it's hard, it's difficult for you to gain, this might still be a possibility until a certain point and then it gets much harder also. Mm. But then it's okay, I mean there's a, there's a, a max which you're probably happy with and there's no need to gain anything anymore at that point, just maintain that body weight and work on getting a bit stronger or 
whatever goal the person then has. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we, we've gone into training in quite detail. How about nutrition? You know, what, what specifically what should people be doing? Yeah, get more calories in, but is there like a more detailed approach they should be taking? Yeah, and the, the classical approach in the, in the lifting world would be that you are taking your body weight and calculate that into pounds. And then you're going to eat two grams of carbs per pound of body weight, mm -hmm. one gram of protein per pound of body weight, and 0 0.5 grams of fat per body weight. That is, in my case, back then, this was 2,500. And then you eat, you, you, you have to track that ideally with my fitness pal or whatever. And it's high in carbs, high in protein, lower in fat because the activity, like assume you have to lift weights, right? The, the activity is very glycolytic, so you can need a lot of carbs to engage such a high intensity workout. And over time, you're gaining weight, so the calculation will go up and you, have, you will eat more and more. And that's the most difficult part. It's difficult to eat a lot if you are not, not designed to eat much. And any tips if anyone does struggle to get those calories in? You said you drank milk before. Yeah, is so... That, is that the way to yeah, do it? One thing, it's just easier to consume liquids at some point, right? Like in my case, maybe I had 2,000 calories in, there was still something missing, and people use milk a lot because it has the, the macronutrient ratio to grow, right? It's made for baby cows or whatever, so... This certainly helps, but not everybody tolerates that. Protein shakes, mass gainers, I, I never use that, but I know that people use that too, just protein shakes with, I think, lots of sugar or whatever is inside. So for people who really struggle with gaining weight and really want that for physical reasons or mental reasons, I would not be concerned too much about you have to eat very healthy and very clean because how realistic is that that someone who has troubles eating just eat brown rice and grilled chicken enough <laughs> to, to... It's going to be like serious quantities. Yeah, it? you can just, I think for, for guys especially, they really want to gain, you can just, eat whatever you can eat, higher calorie food is okay for a while. Mm. But try and stay within your macronutrients. Yeah, which so is also fat, difficult because proteins, then you're right. quite quickly eating too much fat if you're going on mm. like a lot of junk food and stuff. Mm. Stuff like coconut oil perhaps? If you have a smoothie, chuck in some coconut oil. I assume. I'm, I'm peanut butter a lot of people use too. Basically all the stuff that you should avoid if you're trying to lose weight. Yeah, all the Just stuff. Pack it, yeah. in. <laughs> pack it in and because you're concerned about the quantity of food mm. a lot too. And then high protein and high carbs, that's actually not so difficult, yeah, right? Yeah. That's lots of foods are high in carbs and you add a little bit of maybe whey protein and it will be there. Mm. But purely clean natural foods is going to be very, very difficult or you have to be very committed, prep, meal prep, etc. which some people can do. I, I couldn't. Or you can, there's delivery services as well, right? Delivery services. I mean, Paleo Robbie was good for getting the calories in. Big meal, get about 800 assume, to 1,000 yeah. calories. So they were always quite good for this. I mean, if you eat three of those per day, then you're there with 3,000 calories. Right, right. So we talked about the training side. We talked about the nutrition side. You did mention recovery as well. Like, how important is that, you know, gaining weight, gaining muscle especially? Very important because you, the, the training is the stressor for any tissue to grow and growing then happens when you recover. That's why you don't want to train every day. You don't want to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's too much. So you better, you give your body a stressor. The body recovers from the stress and prepares itself for an 
and the same bout again, so you adapt. And the recovery period then is, is not difficult. It's important to sleep a lot. It's important to sleep, it's important to eat. That's, that's the main thing, so everything else is details. So if your training is organized in that, what I said, three days per week, spread out evenly, the recovery will be automatically there as long as you don't engage in too many really hard activities mm. outside the gym. Okay, final question I've got on kind of the process. Where does cardio come into this? Should you be doing any cardio at all if you are looking to gain weight? Is there like a better type of cardio to do? I mean, from a health perspective or to meet the, 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 the health guidelines from ACSM, etc., probably the answer will be yes. My not so scientific answer would be, well, if you already struggle to put on weight and you struggle to eat enough calories and then you do activities which burn more calories, it just gets more and more difficult. But I would say doing some, either some high intensity, um, low skill cardio activity like pushing the sled mm -hmm. can be done without too much interference, I would say. But generally speaking, for people who just start out, who maybe are completely sedentary, the f training, the strength training itself will have a positive yeah. effect on the heart initially as well. Eventually, people have to do more. Mm. But let's say, you know, you're a runner. Every morning you go out and do 5K, 10K. It's going to be detrimental to your weight gain goals. Yeah, Is that fair? Yeah, and it's probably going to be detrimental to your gym performance in general if you run so much. But you can still keep the running. You just add resistance training, but, and decrease the running. So, mm. because your legs need to recover, right? Then it will be, will be difficult, but I think not impossible if it's intelligently designed and you are, your food is on top, your nutrition is on top. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Those are some great tips. We've covered training, we've covered nutrition, we've covered recovery. We've also looked at the role that cardio plays as well. Are there any tips or any points that you wanted to get out but you didn't get a chance yet? No, not really. I mean, it, it's a topic I'm quite passionate about because in the fitness industry, not many people talk about that. It's either weight loss or it's yeah, getting muscular and for guys who are just genetically designed to get bigger and they look really good very quick. But there's also always a bunch of, of dudes who struggle with that and I think it's important for them to, yeah, to, to know what to do and to feel the benefits mentally as much as physically. It's surprisingly common. I've met a lot of clients over the years that have wanted uh -huh. to gain weight and have found it really hard. And for some of them, it's, yeah, it's not just from a health perspective. Often it is. Sometimes it's just they want to fill out their shirts a little bit more. They just want to have a bit more presence. And there's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think um, yeah, a bit more confidence as well that comes with having more size and having more muscle and weight as well. So, yeah, it's not talked about very often. Usually you hear about people that just want to lose weight, want to lose fat. That's what most of the, you know, uh, social media influencers and everything talk about. But this is something that, you know, people do need help with. And Jamal is here to help you out. So if anyone wants help on their journey with this, if it's either on the, the training side where you can assist them in that or the nutrition side, what's the best way to reach out, contact you and get started? Well, either just contact base and come here. We have uh, either PT session or small group training packages I do here also were specifically designed for that. 
or reach out on Instagram, jamal.bkk, very easy to remember. And I can help if needed. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jamal, for joining us. I do thank appreciate you for it. Me. We do have two slots remaining for Jamal's program. So once one slot is already filled up, uh, that was 5 p.m. Is it Tuesday and Thursday? Is that right? Monday, Thursday. Monday, Thursday. I'm sorry. We, also, we have a new slot we've opened up 6 p.m. Monday and Thursday. So we've got two slots remaining. If you want to join, reach out. Just drop us a DM. If you have a friend that wants to jump in as well, we can get you started on that real soon. Thank you very much for joining us and thanks for listening to the podcast. If you haven't left us a five-star review yet on Apple or Spotify, please make sure you do so. We would love to read that. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you soon for a new episode.